0: I guess it's pretty traditional to ask for your future spouse's, father's permission, right? Well, I think I missed the memo on that.
1: (laughs) Somebody wrote a letter and left it in our mailbox. I just want to let you know that I saw your husband last night with another woman left Uh it in my mailbox. Uh And I was like, oh.
2: (laughs) Take a girl and a guy and they fall madly in love and form a family sprinkle in some counseling degrees and a doctorate, a dream of transforming relationships as we know it. And 20 years later, we give you power couple Dr. Ray and Jean Ketkodian. And this is their podcast, Couples Synergy.
3: And welcome back to another episode of Couples Synergy with Dr. Ray and Jean. Hi, I'm Dr. Ray.
4: And I'm Jean, and this is our podcast about love, marriage, and relationships. Please
3: check us out online at Couplesynergy.com or on Facebook and Instagram at CoupleSynergy. And please subscribe to our podcast, leave us a review, or send us any suggestions on topics you'd like to hear more about. And now on to Couple Synergy, an in-depth look at love, marriage, and relationships, where we bring you our experience helping thousands of couples transform their relationships for over 20 years.
4: You know, every day we get to hear intimate details about a couple of celebrations, disappointments, and everyday challenges. We've often wished these stories were shared because we know we are more similar than different. So we've created not only an avenue where you can hear about people's intimate lives, but an
3: atmosphere where people come over to our home pub, pour a drink, and share their stories. People like today's guests, Donna and Mark, thank you so much for being on our podcast today, guys. Thanks for
1: having us. You're welcome.
3: And we're no longer in the pub. No, no, we are no longer in the pub. But we are we're building... We're between pubs. We're, I don't think anyone has ever said that before, that they're between pubs.
4: But we are in person having a cocktail, which has been much more rare since COVID. So it's lovely to have you guys
3: Yes. with our cocktails. And a rare visitation to Chicagoland area yeah. too, which is kind of nice to come back from time to time. Although I miss the mountains every time we leave. Yeah. So let's, let's get into your story. Before we get into that, why don't you guys tell us a little bit about yourselves. How old are you? What do you do for a living? And how long have you been together? First of all, thank you for turning our family room into a pub.
4: <laughs> <laughs> don't, you, don't you feel like hip now? Exactly. Very much so.
1: Yes. yes. Okay. So I am 58 years old and I work helping and supporting local businesses in the community. And we've been together, it's our anniversary, we've been together, married 26 years, um, together... 30. 30.
3: 30. Yes. Woo! Mm-hmm. Yes, and happy anniversary. This Thank you. This is literally <laughs> your anniversary today, today. right? Yeah. Today. Thank you for mm-hmm. having us over and uh, joining you in the celebration. Oh, yes. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm 60. I work in uh, educational
0: recruitment for a, a private university and uh, work remotely now since COVID, which is very nice.
3: I'm sure that's, you know, the education system has changed a lot because of COVID.
0: Yes, well, and most most colleges and universities uh, offer online courses now and have for quite some time. And the educational market's changed quite a bit where more and more individuals are attending school at later ages, you know, married with children and they need that flexibility that you know online provides.
4: That so makes it possible. Can you guys tell us the story of how you met?
0: Well, <laughs> we uh, since we both love music, that's uh, one of our common bonds, uh, we were at a music festival in Berlin, Illinois, uh, for a 4th of July weekend it's uh referred to uh, it's called the american music festival it's at uh, a legendary nightclub called fitzgerald's nightclub in oh yeah, Berwyn, Illinois. yeah actually been we've there. been there
4: yeah ah, okay
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, don and How'd i have still probably go? since meeting 30 years ago there uh probably seen i'm guessing upwards of 50 shows there yeah, at, at least. least yeah so the night that we went uh it was brownout conditions so there's no power oh uh, they had music on three stages, one inside the club, one inside the tent, one inside what's referred to a, as a sidebar. So it's continuous entertainment for about three days straight, acts uh, from all around the country. Um, and uh, we and they were powering uh, the stages with generators because they didn't have any power. And, uh, and that's how Don and I ended up meeting. Uh, this, this club is, is just... Uh, really well-known it's uh they've there's been uh a lot of movies that have had scenes uh big bo- box office smashes have had scenes down there like color of money and, and the big easy and adventures in babysitting and so forth and people like bon jovi have done music videos there and uh you I know a notice. lot of uh well-known artists from the 70s and 80s got their start there like stevie Ray long and so forth yeah, so, very cool though. So, uh, it's toward the end of this night uh, <laughs> at this club, and uh, we happen to, my friend and I happen to be uh, uh, nestling up against uh, a couple of gals that are right next to us, and uh, I'm not sure exactly how this happened, but...
1: Can I... I don't, know sure. if you, were you, oh, I don't know if you were and him were nestling. Your friend was nestling. So uh, I was, I was talking to his, his you, friend, yes.
2: uh-huh.
1: and his friend did the old, can you hold my bottle of beer? And I, of course, being the kind person I am, I said, sure. And I took it, and it was empty. Mm-hmm. And so he was standing next to his friend. And so I said, excuse me, to him. And I said, would you mind taking this and putting it on the bar? And that's how I was able to talk
4: to him.
0: Yeah, so that struck up a conversation two of us and uh
4: had you noticed each other before that
0: uh in the bar that night i don't think so
1: right no and i noticed him when his friends started talking to me
0: yeah so we probably (laughs) had a conversation from guessing an hour or so Mm -hmm. and uh until two in the morning when the club closed down and then we proceeded to head outside the club and and we're just outside the door of the club we're getting to know each other a little bit better and uh my friend talking. what's that talking Talking. yes but my friend that was with <laughs> us that night uh nature was calling for him and i think the club had closed <laughs> and so he excused himself and he ran across the street and found the nearest tree which was within vision of us <laughs> so i'm talking to this gal who, really infatuated with and my friend is there urinating on a tree and (laughs) i thought well you know maybe
1: (laughs) (laughs) associating death by association
0: (laughs) yeah so i thought well this is i'm not sure uh you know what uh what my fate is here with this gal you know after after witnessing this you know so and then uh you know i exchanged them i think donna gave me her number And I don't know if I... I didn't write it down. I think I committed it to memory or tried to commit it to memory. Wow.
1: Yeah, but he doesn't have a good memory. I don't have a good memory. So
0: I think I placed a couple of calls a few days later. Yeah,
1: exactly. This was all fake, really. I
0: I think I placed a couple of calls a few days later, and the first couple of calls
4: weren't the right party.
0: (laughs) Randomly uh, done. Yeah. Do you remember lived, the guy knew...
4: that was peeing on the tree? No, yeah, no, right. no. Hang <laughs> up.
0: And I knew she lived in Forest Park, and I'm thinking, wow, there's there's a lot of a lot of houses I'm going to have to knock on Forest Park to, to track her down if I can't you know remember this number. But uh...
1: well, you, so you knew the prefix because back then it was you had a prefix for each kind mm-hmm. of suburb, right? And yeah. so then he was able to get the prefix, so he had those three, and so he was able to figure it from there.
3: What genre of music were you guys listening to? Well, we listened to, uh, I guess, what you
0: were referred to, quote-unquote quote Americana, you know, folk, blues, rock, uh, country, roots country, Okay. some blues.
3: Uh-huh. And that night they were playing? That, well, that
0: club attracts uh, quite a wide range, you know, all those what is uh, styles, you know, even bluegrass. And, what is And punk and... Uh, Paul Seabar would be uh, kind of roots rock R and B, very danceable, funky R and B.
1: That was the that was the show that we met at. And actually, he's playing in January at Hainani. So we go to <laughs> see if if we go
4: to see Paul Seabar when i around. Yeah, oh wow!
0: Heinani yeah. okay. is a music club here in Arlington Heights, where
2: we reside.
4: Okay, yeah. When I first started doing hypnosis, I had a guy come in. To try to get hypnotized to remember the girl's phone number from the night before. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's a fun. great idea. It good didn't idea. work, but, <laughs> <laughs> but he was trying. <laughs> yes. So what was that night like for you?
1: For me? hmm Well, interestingly enough, I didn't want to go. Um, and my sister, because I had, I had been in a relationship and it, it just... It wasn't working, and so I just really kind of didn't want to go out that night. But my sister's like, oh, let's just go. We'll stay for a couple songs, and we'll come home. Sure. Okay. So we went out, and um, and it was it was good. I I did not know what to expect. I was just like, "It. we'll see where this goes. You know, caution to the wind, and we'll see if he calls, and we'll see. I actually was leaving because it was Fourth of July weekend, and that was, I think, the first night of the show. So Mark was leaving on a, a trip that he goes to um, – on at a, at a beach every year and I was leaving to Indiana with my friends so we were both leaving with our you know friends to, for the weekend for the 4th of July weekend and um, so I remember being on the weekend thinking I wonder if he's going to call I wonder if that's going to go anywhere so it was good
3: Did you hope that he was going to yes. call? Absolutely. Oh you did? Oh Absolutely. okay yeah. Despite his friend on the tree
1: Despite his, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah exactly I'm sure
3: she hopes now that I had called
1: but. Of course I do of course I do and then our first date ended up being um, Mark asked me, he's got a lot of interesting friends. Mark asked me to go to another show. Well, it was um, the second one?
0: The first one was Benny Hanna.
1: That's because you, right. The first one was going to be oh, the show, okay. wasn't it?
0: Well, your memory's This
1: is mine. <laughs> <laughs> the first one was going to be, The no, music we're, show? The music show. Hmm. Um, but he realized his friends, uh, not, some more friends were coming. Mm-hmm. And he was thinking, uh-oh, oh, that might not be good. So, I mean, just because... They fly together, and, you know, whatever. So he said, and they let's. might tarnish my reputation. It's <laughs> <That's> very <laughs> more about his reputation. So then he said, let's go off to dinner in Penny Pani, Um before that, which we did.
4: So How just, soon did you guys know that this was your person?
0: Why don't you answer that first? Wow, that's a good question. I think probably within a, a month or two. Yeah, pretty
1: soon, pretty quickly. Yeah
0: remember this was 30 years ago <laughs>
4: <laughs> we, we, we actually hear that a lot yeah uh-huh. they've actually done some research this place called heart math and it's they say your heart knows within 180 seconds mm. yeah which is interesting yeah. like where does that come from yeah mm. right yeah. so what was it about each other that you fell in love with
0: well I was in a, a previous relationship for about five years and uh, I definitely felt like I was in love but probably not for all the right reasons my heart was in it but there weren't a lot of common commonalities you know we didn't have a lot in common we didn't have a lot of similar interests personality types were, were quite different I know sometimes they say opposites attract but I don't know how much longevity there would have been in this um and eventually I think she saw that and uh I think she received some input, well, she definitely received some input from family members that told her that she should probably play the field, right? You know, not sure he's quite right for you. And um, so she ended up breaking it off. And uh, I don't know how much, how much longer after that, that, you know, I ended up, you know, um, meeting Donna. But having been in that relationship, it helped me appreciate uh, the bond that we had, and, and the commonalities that we had, and uh, I could feel like I was myself, which I didn't feel like when I was with the previous individual. I felt like I, I had to almost uh, uh, alter my persona mm-hmm. to adapt to this, to her persona, mm-hmm. you know. And I didn't feel like I had to do that at all. I felt completely I feel like I had to do that at all. I felt completely. I could be completely myself and uh that was that was very comforting and you know and that's what helped me realize that this is probably my soulmate you know
3: Hmm. well what about for you you're just (laughs) listening (laughs) intently you're like wow
1: (laughs) (laughs) well you know you really don't know i mean Mm -hmm. it's not like you when you have to you
4: get married you say so what did you uh, Yeah, you can't have that conversation
2: in the first month Hmm.
4: even though you're having all these feelings and then you
1: just go and then it's so far back because you're forward and you don't think about um i i think that um you know for for me i was not critical but i was very much on oh this might not work oh you know like just making sure that there were no big red flags you know um because i've been in a relationship before that was that where It was somebody who just really wanted... It was very controlling. Very wanted to go out all the time. Very wanted to, you know, know where I was. And this just didn't work. And so he really got at, at, you know, so what didn't work in your last relationship? And of course it was the control. So I remember I'd go out with my friends and he'd be like, okay, I'll see you you tomorrow. And I'm like, hmm, okay. (laughs) See you tomorrow, you know? And which was interesting um, because it was the exact opposite of what I had before, which was good. Um, But... I think it, it, certain things like I remember getting in the car you had you had a sport it's not a high-end sports car what was your car it
0: was a, it was a Nissan SX. oh right and I red. had the same car <laughs> red
1: red was it red
3: <laughs> no mine was gray okay was, red, uh... red. <laughs>
1: Okay, so it's the kind of sports car you know and so I get in and I'm like assessing the situation and, yeah <laughs> the
3: and headlights
2: you know, come on I, well
1: right and then and then I see this really because I know stereos because former boyfriend's head and it's a high-end stereo like really high thinking he's in debt you know like oh this is a, <laughs> this is a high-end stereo this is not a good sign he doesn't have it he still lives at home he has a good stereo he's got a, he's something. and i remember you know we were talking about it and then i think you said something and i don't i didn't even say anything about you know the cost or anything but you were like yeah i saved up a, a lot for the stereo and i was like good idea good Good. <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> so yeah, I'm very, on the you credit know, card. exactly yeah. right, right, Fiscally for sure. responsible, for Check. sure. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I think too, um, just, just we got each other. You know, we just got mm-hmm. each other. That we just, you know, there's that. You know, you kind of go out on a date, and it just ends up being so much longer than you would think. Like two days later, you know, it's just you just don't want to leave, and also. I think what's interesting is our families are very similar. So our values are pretty, very similar. Yeah. So I think that is, that was important to me. Yeah. You're not like fighting that value all the time.
0: Yeah. And ethnically, there's commonality there too, you know. Yeah. Norwegian, Lithuanian, Bohemian, you
1: know. Right. But just also values and, you know, don't overspend and yeah. not fleshy and just, yeah. you know what I mean? We're, that that you know, makes a big, a big yeah. difference. Yeah. Yeah. We don't really hmm. fight over money. Yeah. You know, we don't fight over the things that some people might fight about if they don't have the same values
3: about them. And yeah. did you guys grow up in the Chicagoland area? I was yeah.
1: southwest South, southwest side of okay. Chicago. And yeah, near west. west near near okay. west, yeah. yeah. So,
3: like regional yes, similarities. Absolutely, too. very
1: regional similarities. Yeah. And when we were dating, we go to my parents for dinner, and mm-hmm. my parents would like send us home with a goodie bag. How you know. uh,
4: long between uh, meeting and getting engaged? A long time.
0: Talked uh, about that, yeah. How many years was it? See,
4: that's where I think we were.
1: Mm-hmm. I think we've been married twenty six, but I think we were oh, so, together right. longer.
2: So
0: four, four years, weeks. you guys. No, we met uh, just as a, the weekend that I was turning thirty. So that's how I know it was thirty years ago. Correct. Okay. So it's just slightly, oh, yeah. it's like uh, just slightly over thirty years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So, so we are. You're we, not
4: young. No. <laughs> Thanks, through. we're not. Yeah. Back in the yeah. day, right? Yeah. No. Oh. And, and, well, and it's well, four years. So. Get married right away.
0: You know the answer to that. You <laughs> want
1: to know the answer.
0: <laughs> you know, I had this irrational uh, uh, fear or discomfort with with walking down the aisle. You know, I don't know why it was. It was. It was very irrational. You know, just. Uh, I don't know why I felt this way, and it had nothing to do with. Uh, how I felt about Donna or wanting to spend the rest of my life with Donna. But I just felt very awkward having, you know, uh, my my family and extended family and friends and so forth witnessing this very seemingly very personal, private which I think should be like a private moment for me. I think maybe I, maybe I would have Maybe we would have uh, gotten married sooner if we would have eloped or something. I don't know. It's it's very strange. I I feel embarrassed to admit that, but mm. I mean, it really had nothing nothing more to do
3: with it than that.
4: You know anyone like that? <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, ah, i really? pointing a finger at her. By the way, yeah. Gee. Oh yeah, well, the, and
1: my the, parents are very Christian, and yeah. I actually was married for. About three years, and so I went through an annulment. So for me, it's like I went through all that work for yeah. an annulment, then, and I wanted to raise my kids, our kids, Catholic. Or mm-hmm. so to me, it was important to get married in the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. But we nece- we, didn't, we had a small wedding, so we kind of yeah. compromised in the end. And I felt like I I couldn't push it because I I just want to be didn't want to be that woman who pushed, yeah. and then you know
0: I think it was partly that, and just thinking that there maybe isn't. Maybe there isn't a hurry. There's, there's not a rush, perhaps. I mean, we get along really, really well. I didn't feel like our relationship was in jeopardy for any reasons. But in retrospect, I think it maybe was because I think you uh, maybe had some doubts about how long you wanted to wait to, <laughs>
3: for me to propose. You That's
0: know?
1: probably true.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so that wasn't like a fear that was brought on by the previous relationship? No, and or... it had nothing to do with you know, right. the previous a relationship, you
0: know,
1: or your, uh, your previous relationship, or mine. Before. Yeah, no, no, no. no it, it was just this thing that I, we yeah. couldn't.
0: It's like why do today when you could do tomorrow? It was almost that uh, kind of mindset. Even though, I mean, I didn't want to uh, jeopardize our relationship by waiting too long, but I guess I mm-hmm. maybe I felt too comfortable with the bond that we had, and uh,
3: did you guys get any feedback from family? about waiting like, when are you so going to get long? married <laughs> yeah that kind of thing right I
1: think more friends friends I think more friends because I think my my parents were very um, you know understanding because they were, they knew I was went through a divorce so they didn't want to push anything you know but I think our friends were like what's going on hmm. you know because you guys are just and of course our friends were getting married yeah. you know what I mean and having kids and whatever and we were not yet yeah how'd you finally get there
0: well I yeah you beat me you, you're two seconds out of me there. So uh, we were at uh, another Paul. Well, so we had this planned out. We were going to go. I don't know if I initiated this, but our plan was to go and see the same artist, the same musician that we met at uh, at this Fitzgerald's nightclub for the same, I think, American Music Festival uh, this upcoming year, right, Fourth of July weekend. And I thought, well, what better time than this, right? So I got the ring and I, I presented the, I did the proposal at the, uh, the show. No? <laughs> <laughs> what?
2: That was no, someone else. This was another
4: chicken little. <laughs> this was another chicken little.
1: Another one. Remember, we, all our friends were there and you didn't want to do it in public, so you did it when we came back home. But it was that... Night.
0: It was that night. The the show. Yeah, right.
1: In his mind,
4: in his, his dreams, in his dreams. I think he's <laughs> yeah. yes, exactly. Right. But if you yeah. want to think yeah. it was at the
1: show the and night. it was,
4: it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know he was going to propose? I kind of
1: figured it was going to happen, but then it didn't. So I just went. <laughs> <laughs> Would
4: you have stayed with him either way?
1: Uh, at some point, no. Yeah. If I left and then he came, it's sort of like.
3: He's just coming Yeah, because Yeah, you're, yeah. Right. because I know women who did
1: that.
2: <clears throat> yeah. and we,
1: we know people who did that. And right. I just felt like it's... I, I wanted him to come to his own terms. I wanted mm-hmm. it to be something that was something he wanted to do, not something because I left and then he decided, oh, let's, you know, okay, fine. It's like, that's not really...
3: So you knew it was coming, but you didn't know that night.
1: I thought it might have come that night because it was Paul Seabar and it was a night. But then oh. it didn't happen. I really didn't know what was going on. But... So I didn't have any deadline, but I knew that at some point I would need to. But then I was in a sticky situation because I didn't think, would I go back? back?" Mm -hmm. You know, because the rest of my life I would know that I had to leave before he had asked me to
3: marry him. Mm -hmm. So did you feel that pressure coming from her subconsciously or anything like that? Um, I think...
0: There were some signals there, weren't there? <laughs> there were some signs, yeah.
3: Shoes
4: coming at your
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I never threw anything. Yeah, it wasn't, you know,
0: overt or conspicuous, but I mean, you had to be a blind man to, to not
3: kind of sense it, you know, so. When our, our <laughs> are you talking about? <clears throat> when our daughter-in-law and son, uh, before they got engaged, Every Christmas, oh it was God. terrible. because It was like eight years. They had like, oh, you know, the Diamonds Are Forever commercials oh, coming drive
4: up. down the street, and they have the big
3: billboards. <laughs> it was cringy for us. <laughs>
4: <laughs> was, it's like, no, it's not. And, they, and he, was, he was in a pickle because they didn't have money yet.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: And she didn't want him to buy it in debt mm. or borrow any money.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: So he waited till he could afford it,
2: which took some time
4: (laughs) (laughs) and they met, they met in their early twenties and started college later. Right. So they were just starting out in their lives. So yeah, that was funny. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you do anything with her family before you got engaged?
0: (laughs) Did we do anything with her family? All right, so uh,
2: <laughs> wow, you're so, like so. Maybe I'm gonna start blushing now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I guess it's pretty traditional and pretty considerate, right? And uh, the right thing to do to ask for your hopefully your future spouse's uh, father's permission. Blessing. To marry, blessing, yes. blessing, yeah. yes, yeah, to marry your daughter, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I think I missed the memo on that
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> because I never, I never asked that question. Yeah, no. And well, and uh, well, I don't know. I was a rookie when it comes to Might embarking have proposal, on, so that was on okay. proposals in marriage, right? Yeah. So uh, no, I did not. I did not ask for permission her blessing
1: but how old I mean you were 30 when we met so I was like 31 so it was we were kind of older too Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and my parents really liked him so I don't it wasn't an issue with them at all I think I think they were like if you're happy and we see that he treats you well and Uh they were fine.
3: so did he give you some crap for it though I don't
1: think so I don't remember remember.
0: it's been a while (laughs) (laughs) yeah I don't think I don't think he did I don't think so no yeah. not sure what his reaction was once he discovered that I proposed without, you know, his knowledge or mm. blessing. Yeah, my
1: sister's my sister's husband has long hair, and he got caught up in that, but, like, clean cut, or no, it was oh. all good. Um. She got the harder.
0: So Paul, my brother-in-law, did ask uh, I, I blessing, don't even know, did but get the blessing, I, all, or, I, all no, I remember, I, I don't did. think he did. I don't think he did, because <laughs> my... He didn't <laughs> get the <his> blessing <laughs> or he didn't ask? I, I don't think he asked her. Or asked her. <laughs> okay. I don't. I don't think he maybe wanted to make it known to his future father-in-law that he had aimed to to get married to his, his daughter, his other daughter. Huh. And maybe it could be because I don't know, because of the long hair and maybe the the perception of the image that uh, Donna's father had of. Paul, my brother-in-law, my Not sure.
1: But, but they were fine with it, too. I mean, yeah. they were, my my, my parents are, uh, yeah, they never saw any red flags or anything, so they, uh-huh. they're yeah, totally, and they're still married, and they're doing great, and so, yeah.
3: yeah. So yeah. you mentioned an annulment. Mm-hmm. So your previous relationship, you were married. Yes. And was that ever something you guys discussed? Was it ever an issue? No.
1: The only time it was an issue was our first date when we were at... Um, when we were at Benny Benihanas, when we were eating, and I said, Well, you know, I was married before because I just wanted to get it out there, right? And then he's like, Oh, okay. Any kids? And I'm like, Three sleeping at home. But really wasn't true. So,
2: <laughs> so he was just kind of like,
1: Oh. <laughs> Are you sure? Not that. Not Are you that. Sure you <laughs> said that. Yes, I did. I did. Because I remember you were like, 'Cause I remember that I said they were sleeping, but don't worry they're sleeping now. <coughs> and you were like <laughs> But and I think it was just because it was our first day, you know, we were out together for maybe two hours and uh-huh. you know, so it was very like late out there. But no. And I, I really don't think so because we were married um, we were college we were we were college romantic college what we worked we worked in college, right? And then right. didn't work in life and so
0: I think that was Donna's distinctive way to break the
3: ice, maybe. <laughs> That's quite a way to break the ice.
1: <laughs> so we were so relieved I didn't have kids sleeping at home that It was not an issue. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Reverse psychology.
3: She almost choked on the shrimp. Yeah, right. You know, exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Exactly. And I did the annulment before I met Mark. So yeah. um, it was, and it was a quite a long time. Yeah, before.
0: right. It definitely didn't phase me yeah. that she was married.
1: It was quite a long time before I met you. I think it had been... Maybe two years or something like that yeah. since the. Mm-hmm. So, I was. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: I mean, I was old enough at that point to to know that you know fifty percent of marriages end up in
3: divorce. <laughs> so. Sure. Hence, yeah. probably the the apprehension about going down the aisle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I
3: wish I, wish I could <laughs> claim that had played into it, but right. I, I'm not going to it.
1: But they say out. that marriages, at least they used to say marriages where the woman was married before are the strongest relationship. I don't know if that's still true, but I know that like yeah. when I was looking into it, I was like, oh, that's kind of good then. We, we have that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay.
3: Yeah. You have Yeah.
1: It. So you were married before and you were when not. Jean and, was married before yeah.
3: and got annulment. And,
4: mm-hmm. yeah. I didn't need annulment.
3: You didn't, you didn't need one, a church. but we got one. No, I wasn't married in the
4: church. <laughs> I, it, it was we we, we got married <laughs> by <not> just... <laughs> we got married by my my army chaplain, oh. who is now the archbishop of
2: Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Yeah, wow.
4: And um, he's like, no, I'm we, like I wouldn't really say a real marriage. I had a child with him, mm-hmm. and you know you make one bad mistake so you make some more (laughs) and it was a very short like legal thing Mm -hmm. and it was like chapel of bells on the side of the road in california and he's like it did the church doesn't yeah it doesn't recognize it yeah mine was
1: unfortunately recognized
4: so how was the wedding day was it all the things that you were afraid of or yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) it
0: wasn't that bad because it was a relatively small we had a a small we had some friends but it was primarily family
4: right because right. I had the total meltdown like one in the morning before I went in. Ah. and I was like I am not getting up in front of all my family <laughs> and be vulnerable and say I love you and then you're going to like hurt me and then I'm going to be a fool mm. that was uh. my feeling ah. yeah. that, that yeah. was what I was well and
1: for me it was okay that it was small too because I felt like my, my parents already did the big one and I did the big one and so for me it was like I wanted to get married in the church and my mom really wanted my parents wanted us to And so we had family, really, aunts and uncles, and not even cousins, aunts and uncles. Um, My best friend made my dress and was a photographer, so she was there. Hmm. And we had my, my sister, and our sister was the maid of honor, and my brother was maybe? Yeah. Best man. Best man, so we had, you know, just two, and they wore whatever they wore. It was just very simple, very simple. And then we went to your mom's house for brunch.
2: Was
4: it enjoyable? Yeah, yeah.
0: Course. <laughs> <laughs> <Of> course. <laughs> of course, what an answer would you expect today?
4: <laughs> because it for me it was better than I thought it was going to be. Because I call him at one in the morning, I'm like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> and what did you think
1: when she no, said, no, I'm like, not doing uh, <laughs> uh,
4: <laughs> So,
0: some of you your camera on me? was associated with wondering what the longevity of the marriage might be after you no it, it was not
4: that i i have eight siblings and it was you don't show weakness oh, you know there's a lot of competition like mm-hmm. this is really this is vulnerable i'm, I'm showing my belly right it's a yeah. soft spot and that was it for me and, and he said you know what it's our day and who cares about everybody else mm-hmm. and that's what we did and we just forgot about everybody else mm-hmm. So and then Im- I was glad we did it.
0: It was important for you to look strong throughout that day and uh, walking uh, down the aisle. Up until that
2: point.
3: Yeah. Up until that point, it was yeah. about what other people were thinking about it. Yeah. Versus, like, who cares about what they think? You know, this is our celebration and our manifestation of the union. And that's it. Right.
4: Oh, I've jumped out of airplanes and bungee <clears throat> jumped and scuba dived and flown airplanes yeah. and joined the army and... Walking down the aisle was the worst for me. It was the most terrifying so, yeah. thing I ever did. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't even think if my dad wasn't there, I wouldn't probably have felt, I would have probably felt wow. like I was so shaky. Mm-hmm. Right. But
3: it ended up being yeah. really beautiful. So, yeah. So, you guys were both raised Catholic?
0: I was raised uh, without, a, without a faith or without a specific denomination. Okay. Yeah, I never really went to church. My dad was very religious, but could never align with any specific faith. So he read the Bible regularly mm-hmm. and uh, kind of taught us a little bit through the Bible on his own. And uh, I really uh, didn't become Catholic until I met Donna.
1: And then went through the RCA program. And... Yeah.
3: yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah that's quite a, that's a process you have to go through. Mm-hmm. So, what right. what was that like for you to get married in the Catholic Church? It that uh, was comfortable with it. Okay.
1: Yeah. Right. And I think for for me it was more for the kids because I knew that I wanted I and I really mm. Catholic is what I knew. Although I I didn't need to remain Catholic.
2: Mm-hmm. If
1: Mark was something another religion, I would look at that and mm. the kids. Um, they don't need to remain Catholic if they find another religion that they fully believe in, because as long as they're, they're spiritual and Mm -hmm. that's a good thing. But I always wanted them to have something to go back to. And I always wanted them to have something to compare to and something that they could look back at. Um, When I was going through my divorce, I could go to the Catholic church and it's so repetitious that it's just, it's sitting through that ceremony is, brings me back to when I was, you know, 10 years old up in the, Sister Frosa upstairs with my best friend next to me, laugh, you know, laughing because we just you, that's what you do when you're you know 10 years old. And we were going until one day my mom was behind me and she poked me and the dad <laughs> because <bath. laughs> she wanted to know why I was going to church and was I there? But I was there. But we were kind of like got had the Googles. Um, But yeah, so I just wanted I, I felt it was important to me to, that they well for my parents because they really wanted us to marry in the Catholic Church and then for the kids to be raised a religion so that Mm -hmm. they had something that they knew
3: a tradition yes yes Mm -hmm. yeah
4: slash spiritual foundation
3: right
1: exactly and whether they change whether they you know something else you know they met somebody and they were Lutheran or something else fine that's absolutely fine but they had something
4: some kind of childhood with a religion in it Mm mhm I think that's really important because you know we're on this planet and. Mm -hmm it's not painless
2: mm-hmm.
4: and to have no point of reference whether you reject it or accept it exactly it, it, and no exposure it's very difficult when you're older to try to find that
1: right right and yeah. and now especially my our oldest daughter who's almost 21 um, she said, you know, I don't know if I'm going to be Catholic forever. And I'm, because they went through to a church that was very, very, very strict, unfortunately for them, because I think they were a little bit turned off. And I, you know, I, my response to them is it's it's humans that make some of the rules. So, you know, think about that and give it a shot because there are, there are certainly the church here is much more accepting, a Catholic church is much more accepting. Mm-hmm. And our youngest finished um, the religion program here and really liked it
0: in Naperville, the parish was very judgmental yeah. and uh, mm-hmm. yes. could be critical.
4: And I think that's the times. I think they were very <coughs> judgmental mm-hmm. more 10 years ago mm-hmm. than they are today. Yeah, right. you're right.
1: If you mentioned where you were going, people would literally go, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. but.
3: So how long after getting married did you guys have kids? How long was it, Donna?
1: That's a good question. Well, I was... 38 when I had our first so we got it was probably about four four years yeah it was wild mm-hmm. it was wild so it took us a while to have kids mm-hmm. for sure mm-hmm. um, yeah so that was that was sort of painful because a lot of our friends had kids and you yeah know.
3: and we weren't getting any younger and we weren't getting any younger <laughs> for sure <laughs> so you yeah. guys were feeling that pressure from your friends no not
1: pressure from them <clears throat> pressure I think from what what, for certainly what I wanted, I think Mark is more flexible, <clears throat> right? You were more flexible in the kid area. Yeah. I was very not flexible in the kid area. Yeah, well,
4: in 38, that's that's the clock is ticking. <clears throat> yeah, it was it ticking is. for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. yeah.
0: And then, you know, at least in the back of your mind, you're obviously concerned
4: about potential abnormalities and so forth. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. Did that put a strain on your guys' relationship? I think
0: so. No. I mean, the the maternal instinct of course for a lot of women would make it more heart-wrenching i think for her yeah than her for me for sure. through this process of disappointment mm-hmm. you know leading up to eventual conception right so
4: did you guys go through like some miscarriages or just none yes okay. we did yeah. we did mm-hmm. go through losses yeah. which was hard too
1: mm-hmm. and it was just really hard because we were in a we were living in a community where we ended up, so I had a, I was living with my sister and Mark had a, a townhouse and then we sold both and moved into, at that, we moved into a four bedroom house. And at that time, I'm more of a, I'm a huge planner. And I was looking at this real estate market and I said to Mark, you know, it doesn't matter how much our salaries go up, the way the, the market is right now in houses, if we don't move into a house now, we are going to miss the boat. If we look like three years from now, two or three years from now, it's going to be so much more expensive for us to, our sellers won't keep up. So we bit, bit the bullet, sold the small townhouse and moved in the four bedroom house, which in hindsight, it was a good idea to do because we had the house at a point where the market was lower before it really went high. That was, we closed in 80, 98, 1998. Hmm. So that was before the market, that was as the market was taking off and then it really took off. So but, but emotionally, it was hard because we were look at, we we're you know we were in a community where there were a lot of kids, people our age and younger that had kids, mm-hmm. and we had this four bedroom house, mm-hmm. and
0: nothing to fill the rooms. We with. had nothing to
1: fill rooms, <laughs> right? Um, one, one one bedroom was full, and a lot of hollow, empty, empty echoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow, so I think that, that was that was tough. Yeah. That was tough. I think it would have been easier maybe if we stayed in the townhouse, but. um financially it would have been harder or not yeah. as smart
4: is that kind of how you guys made decisions
1: that's so interesting i don't think we knew the fact because we didn't know we wouldn't get pregnant right away
2: right, right. so when we were making that di- so
1: yeah and so and so i'm usually the the big like financial like gut like i think that i think we should do this i think we should do this you know and, and he's okay if you think let's go for it
0: yeah we, we wouldn't have half the things we have if it was left up to me because she's the planner she's the i'm one really good that's, yeah I'm, planner. i live day to day she's uh she lives uh to, to plan for for tomorrow very much so
1: very much so and, i'm out there uh, she's
0: the one that's sh- very shrewd when it comes to to finances and allocating our resources and and, and, and being frugal I've turned into a much more frugal individual since meeting her I mean we mm-hmm. appreciate the finer things in life but I mean we're yeah, both we're I think by nature fairly frugal but
4: we're not
2: wasteful right right mm-hmm. yeah. yeah
1: but or, or just take opportunities where, where so did you fill your house up? up
4: yeah how many kids you got
1: yeah we have three nice we have three kids mm-hmm. so that was good
3: did you guys ever have that conversation like if we can't are we going to adopt? Did you ever talk about that?
1: We might have had conversations like that. Um, we didn't really come to any conclusions on mm. anything because we really didn't. We didn't want to give hope up to. hope. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. 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 And it. And I, at that time, um, <clears throat> you know, I met a lot of people who were also having trouble getting pregnant, and so. Mm-hmm. You know it was while it was really hard and i i i kind of regret what i the only thing that i regret is the the time that i spent um not so we certainly lived a lot because we were still going out so we had a lot of time to go out um for a long time um until you know 38 and almost 40. but um i regret that i regret um not being more positive about it no. because I just I just kept thinking it's what if it doesn't work what if it doesn't work you mm-hmm. know and and we had really good successful jobs I had, I had a great job I was working um in a dream job in a truly dream job it's a lot of stress but it was truly a dream job um so and Mark was working a lot too so we were the couple that you know he would pick me up from the train we go to dinner and we go home pretty much go to bed and had half the leftovers, so the next day and we eat that. I mean, we were just
4: we were. We you were the a dinks. Lot.
1: I'm sorry. The dinks. Do very, very much so.
4: Kids. Yeah.
1: Very much so. For a, for a long time, we mm. lived that life. Um, mm. I didn't want to live that life, and it was really hard. We we had a, we had some neighbors that you know had kids, and they were very close, and um, it was just painful to even like hang out with them. and lot of our friends
0: mm-hmm. had younger kids. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah yeah the, fri- the friends were easier I felt because we knew them as people too we knew them as people first and then they had friends so it was hard but right. the neighbors were really killer because you know I kept thinking oh, if we had kids then they'd be the same age and you know you're you're at a picnic and or you're just you know across the street having drinks and and the yeah. kids are hanging out together, mm-hmm. and there's certain conversations that you're just not—you don't understand because you're no kids. So it's, yeah. it's it's very isolating.
0: And a friend or two of ours with kids, you know, have expressed that you know they felt sorry for us, which made us feel even worse. Oh you know, wow! We don't need them feeling sorry for right. us, yeah. Kids, right?
3: Yeah, because they knew you guys were were trying. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But um. But in the end, I mean, it worked out, and we have mm-hmm. three girls, so it's great because how was it adjusting to kids um I don't for it it, you know it's it's not it was for me it was great I don't know the first first one one was uh, the first one was colicky What a challenge
0: Uh, we had a lot of sleepless nights
1: yeah yeah we did Mm -hmm. we did but then the other two like they entertained each other so it got easier (laughs) <laughs> um
0: <laughs> i, I like, felt like i was done after the first kid yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> we were like Shoot.
2: yeah yeah pretty
1: easy they were yeah it was it mean, got yeah
0: our second yeah. Uh, child didn't even need a pacifier she just sucked down she was absolutely yeah
4: so,
1: that was yeah. pretty easy
4: yeah, they do. But, they sort of flip flop, don't they?
2: They do yeah. for sure. Different persons.
1: All good. All yeah. good. I mean, they're just yeah. You know, just the to world, keep you guessing. They keep.
3: That's they certainly is. keep you guessing <laughs> for yeah.
1: sure. For sure. I think. Um, yeah, I think. I think it, for me it wasn't hard to adjust because it's really what I wanted. I mean, I had and people knew that's what I wanted so so yeah. badly. So it was when we had, when we had um, our first. It was. I mean, I I had the huge. A huge shower up on, on, on the um, top floor of University Hall with a ton of people that came. It was just, it was crazy. Looking back, was insane. But people knew that I was, like, the worker. I worked there so long, and I, yeah. you know.
0: I mean, Donna's always been a great mother. Um, what's interesting is uh, early on, we uh, used the Au Pair in America program and had, like, a live-in, kind of like mm. a nanny. right Pair, yeah. Uh, foreign exchange student, uh, you know the arrangement. They live with you. They go to school here. It's a cultural We need exchange. one of those for us. What's that?
1: We need
4: one of those for us. Uh, yeah.
1: You have to have a kid though, small kids. Uh,
4: yeah. Yeah. We need someone to cook for us and yeah. the house. That's that much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll feed yeah. the dog. <laughs> yeah.
0: So for quite a number of years, we had uh, ladies from uh, Thailand, <clears throat> from Colombia, mm-hmm. right.
1: Two from Thailand, two from
0: Yes, and uh, then uh, when uh, our kids were old enough where we didn't need au pairs anymore, uh, Donna took over the Au Pair in America Cluster uh, Program Coordinator position from the lady who was the Cluster Coordinator for our area in Naperville, Yeah, <laughs> which was yeah so that was oh, really interesting. So, wow, yeah, right. Because the Cluster Coordinator for our Cluster um, would tell Donna, you know, you'd, you'd be great in this position, you know. Um, yeah, why, don't, why don't you take this position <laughs>
1: if I, you
0: know, if and when I have to leave, right? And as fate would have it, this lady, uh, I think her husband, husband had, a job, had, had a job relocation yeah. out of state. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she made it known to Donna. Donna applied for the position. She got in. She became the cluster coordinator for that Naperville cluster, which is, I thought was pretty interesting.
3: So you had to coordinate all pairs coming over? Yes. Yeah. So okay. I interviewed
1: families um, who wanted all pairs to make sure mm-hmm. that they were eligible to help. how is that they live in your home then too, right? They do. How is that? Um, you know it's an adjustment. I think um, it's interesting and, and the, the woman that Mark talks about, she would have me we had coffees for the for the moms sometimes and it's it is it's very hard and it and part of it is that um you know kids spend the time with the au pairs and so sometimes, you know, they want the au pair and that's hurtful. But yeah. but I, I but but I feel like I always knew they were going home and the more people that love your kids, the better your kids are. And so, you know, I feel like a mom is so selfless. You know, if you, Mm -hmm. if you really want to, if you're a mom, you give to your kids and you know, I just always felt like, um, if they wanted the au pair, that was, that was good because they were bonding. And so that was a good, I always thought it was a good thing where some, some moms didn't, some some parents had a hard time with that. Mm -hmm. And so, the, my the counselor would always ask me to talk about it because I just tried to look at it positively um, or I would just take give a, give myself a little break before you know the au pair went up to their room and I was with the kids you know they'd come to me right away it's okay I'm gonna go change my clothes and just relax and do something else and I'll come back down and you know I mean there's they're they' they don't remember they do remember the au pairs, but you know I'm still their mom
4: in the end. did yes. you did you navigate that with them with the au pairs and be like, I need some time with them, and no, you can. I never had to. So it just sort of to. organically. I never,
1: had, yeah, mm-hmm. I never had to say, out of here."
4: Did you have any control when they left? Um,
2: well,
0: well, they can only be there for one year with the option of renewing for,
4: for a two. Year. So there was, and they're the too. On. So um, was that okay. hard for your kids? Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, it was really hard for the kids when they left. It was very hard for the kids, mm. but. Um, you know, one actually, one of our au pairs, um, my daughter's going to be in Spain for study abroad, and she actually reached out to the au pair to ask what kind of questions she asked us, because she was going there, and she's going to live with a family. Um, she's going to oh. be an exchange student, not taking care of kids, yeah. but she's seeing it from the other world. so. You know, I, I, it was it was really hard. And it's hard on the au pairs, too. It's hard on us. I mean, everyone, yeah. the day they leave, everyone's crying. The day before they leave, everyone's crying. Oh, I remember wow. I walked into one of our au pairs' bedrooms and she was looking <clears throat> at her suitcase. She was crying. I said, are you, are you crying because you can't keep everything in this, you can't get everything in the suitcase? You're crying because you're leaving? <laughs> <That's laughs> <crazy. laughs> or what's going on here? Like, <laughs> we can figure something out. You know, and, it, and all of them have, you know, it, it was hard to leave. Um, they were really good about, connecting with us after, I think. At least a little bit, like at Christmas time and whatever. And now the girls are, um, are Instagram friends with them. Oh. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. And, you know, especially it was hardest, I think, for our youngest. Because she spent, the two older ones were in school, and so they didn't spend as much time. But but my youngest, for, our youngest, for sure, spent hours at the table. She ate very slowly, and they would spend hours together. Well, they spent hours together. They spent the whole day together. Yeah,
0: Most of these arrangements were very mutually Beneficial, you know. Our yeah. kids have been in a a, a dual language English Spanish program since they were about five, mm-hmm. and our old pairs were Spanish speaking. Okay. Uh, well, a couple of them were. Initially, we had a couple of gals from Thailand, and then subsequent to that, a couple of gals from Colombia who were bilingual. Uh, one more than bilingual than the other, but um, yeah. But uh, but it was but, it was good yeah for, for everybody yeah I mean they just they they appreciated uh, eating you know uh, the the cuisine that was native to those countries which mm-hmm. was kind of cool they learned you know uh, mm-hmm. from these from these au pairs mm-hmm. and
1: we do and have kind of stuff. a funny story though I remember that there was one time when you know I was working a lot and exhausted and you know we went to go see shows quite often and Mark was going with his friend to see a show and. And one of our pairs was going and her friend, and I was exhausted. I'm like, please give me the gift of my bedroom tonight. So I, I just—I need sleep. I just have to go to sleep. So Mark went with his friend.
0: And this was at the same club that we met at. This was at the it's same true. club that we met at. Oh, yeah.
1: And it was um, our au pair and her friend. And I was going to go. But and I I think actually I was gonna go with her up here and then I didn't go and so she invited a friend so it looked like somebody who I still don't know who it was it looked like a double date and my husband was out right oh, because
0: yeah. the, the club was pretty crowded and you had to be pretty close to the people to you were with right right, right. You are laughing having a good time yeah, right
1: exactly yeah so somebody wrote a letter and left it in our mailbox oh. I just want to let you know that I saw your husband last night. With, this, with your au pair, blah, blah, blah. blah. Well, it wasn't it, with
0: your au pair. Oh, with another one Another one.
1: Yeah. Was it au pair? It was another yeah. woman. With another mm-hmm. woman like uh-huh. in my mailbox. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh
3: just an anonymous note. Yes, yeah, <laughs> it, it was an anonymous yeah. note. How did you feel when you
1: saw that? <clears throat> well, initially I was like, you know, I really hope that, like, I mean, I I was the one who said I didn't want to go. And I'm living in the house with with the au pair, Mark. And, and I know. You know, I kind of get a good sense of what's going on. And I think I know Mark and I trust uh-huh. him. So it wasn't, it wasn't like I felt like, should I be worried? But I just felt kind of like, oh, I hope like people don't think something different. You know what I mean? Just because that's not mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah. And, and I didn't know who it was to talk to them. Yeah. So,
0: right. And this, this was the old pair that we liked the most. The most. Who, uh, yeah. who fit in with our family. She our was kids, like, the most. yeah. Yeah. So. It was, it was a very friendly, very uh, casual kind of arrangement, mm-hmm. right?
2: Yeah. So where, I can see
1: where somebody would think that mm-hmm. something yeah. was going, for sure.
3: And you knew he was going out to that And club. I knew he was anyway, going out, course. and yeah. I knew
1: she invited a friend because I wasn't going. And, yeah. you know, she was just, I mean, the thing, you know, the interesting thing about having au pairs is that you really see the parenting on the other end. That's what I loved about having au pairs, too, because mm-hmm. we got to see what the what the girls were like at 18 to 21 or so seven yeah 18 to twenty one point three. so you kind of the like young, it, the
3: youngest can be 18 yes oh parents yes. and okay. the
1: oldest could be like 26 when they come so yeah. you see you know there and, and we had four girls so you see like how they assemble in your family what they watch for and just just their goodness mm-hmm. or their lack of maybe paying attention to certain things. And so it's kind of cool because you're raising your kids. My job is to raise kids that are, you know, functioning in society, right? And good kids, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's kind of cool to see, you know, what, what do I do now so that they become the one, and Lauren was the one. I mean, she was just so genuine. She was so, you know, she would, she would help the kids I, I, to the point of... Um, you know, I remember we would we were in the car and Lauren was driving and I was in the passenger seat and Amy was in the back and one of her friends came over and then and then left our house and went to play with the kid down the street. And we were driving by and Amy was like, Oh, that just feels weird. Like, you know, it's kind of like that switch over. Yeah. And and Lauren, who's so amazing, she said, Yeah, that feels weird to me too. Like sometimes I see Instagram pictures with my friends have gone on, out and I wasn't with them. And Amy, my daughter was like, Oh, it happens to you too and like they were so good about being the older sister about being so kind about you know so yeah I mean I'm off on a tangent but it's how many
3: au pairs did you guys have we had four four Okay. what was it
4: like for you Mark having the au pairs Mm -hmm. it's a very different relationship to have with a female person
2: Mm -hmm.
3: yeah
0: I, I I I I enjoyed the the arrangement uh I mean, to a greater or lesser degree, depending on the au pair, <laughs> you know. I mean, the communication barrier, I was a little greater with, with some, some others.
1: You helped them with their English, though. Mark's an English yeah. major, journalism major. So mm-hmm. he would help a lot with, you know, help them because, you know, he had a little bit more time. He, he does the cooking in the house. And so mm-hmm. he would cook authentic meals, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. kind of cook more. So... It, you taught them driving I, I was just too much of an originally that was a little hairy <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah
0: some, some near misses there you <laughs> will <He'll> come home <laughs> yeah a little, a little stressful at times
4: so you have play. you have daughters now their ages
0: yes yeah
4: did, how did it feel different that relationship versus having that relationship with your daughters now
1: that's a good question
4: that is a good question
0: Um, I guess once you get to know the au pair, especially if if you like the au pair and they're working out well for you, it almost becomes like a daughter, like an older daughter, like a bigger sister for your kids, Mm -hmm. you know? So I hadn't really thought about that, but I, I mean, it's, it's a different dynamic, right? Because they're not your kids, even though they are roughly the same age as, as your oldest kid is right now right but
2: see i still
1: felt responsible for them like i would tell them leave your shoes at the front door when you come because in the yeah. morning if i'm up at six and i don't see your shoes there guess what i'm coming in your room or i'm gonna go find you like i just want to safe. that's all because yeah. and now Not having right. a daughter going off to another country like i hope the host mom does the same thing and you know cares that she's came home the yeah before yeah you so, definitely
0: felt responsible for them like yeah. like they were one of your kids you, you kind of almost had to treat them as one of your kids because they're staying with you they're in your house to a certain extent, you are responsible for them. You know, when they want to go out to the bar because they're old enough to get to a bar at 21, right? Yeah. And uh, they maybe want to spend the night uh, somewhere else. <laughs> you know, and and they're uh, we we the first time this happened. Not that this happened repeatedly, but the first time it happened it was unbeknownst to us, and the old pair just notified us. I think at two in the morning with maybe a text that you know I won't be home tonight. You know basically yeah, yeah. went out to the bars and didn't return home right <laughs> so, so, so you,
3: you guys actually you pay the au pair yeah, also yeah, right, yeah. right. <clears throat> yeah. so, so so like the responsibility is very different because you feel responsible but then you're also paying them their employer, their employer right. right
1: it it is but they're also <clears throat> part of your family if you do it and 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 being a counselor that was one of the things I talked about host family, mm-hmm. with host families, what do you expect with an au pair? Was there, there could be, it, the best fit is a fit where the au pair and the family are looking for the same thing. For us, it was always, they're really part of our family. And we always said to them, we, you can go with us wherever you want. It, when we're going out, welcome to come. If you want to be with your friends, absolutely be with your friends. That's okay. That's okay with us. You don't feel like you have to come with us. Mm-hmm. But certainly, um, we, were the, we were the house sometimes that au pairs came to. You know what I mean, and and you know they were they were always so kind. You know they would come to us and say thank you for having us, and it was great because then we could tell our kids. You know when you go to someone's house, thank the parents. You know I mean that's what that would, just to us we were able to see that, but we were still we they were still part of our family, and we're we, well, we were did, responsible for each other. Yes, we yeah. were responsible for each other, and ironically we're deal, we're dealing with that right now with you know something you know we're still responsible to each other so we're not saying no you can't go but if you leave the house kind of like i don't leave the house and not tell anybody where i'm going so yeah. it's I, sort of like that mutual respect yeah. of
0: and an au pair is different from a nanny a nanny that comes and comes for maybe yeah. eight hours and then yeah. leaves right i mean an au pair is someone who lives with you 24 7 and
4: they've got nowhere else to go
0: they've got nowhere yeah. else to go right yeah. so where they're home so fairly quickly you assimilate i mean they you you you, you bring them into your family, and they, they become a member of your family, and they feel like a member of your family, sure. they feel like a kid, I guess. Right. Like an older right. kid. Again,
4: like right. a yeah, my sister. parents did some foreign exchange students, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. still have quite a relationship mm-hmm. with them. hmm Yeah. That's good. It's almost like having an apprentice. <laughs> it's kind of cool. What's okay. Like an apprentice that would, mm. back in the day, come and live in your family. Yeah, mm. yeah. So, but, it,
1: but it's interesting because the same relationship you had with au Pairs, sort of the driving the cooking the you know the way you interact with the au pairs you interact with our kids in that same way
4: yeah
1: um, especially Tibetans. with them being older now yeah you know, yeah it's interesting parallels
4: for Yeah, sure. yeah so last question mm-hmm. what is it that your partner does that you know they love you oh
1: <laughs> what's the alternate question <laughs> <laughs> What would you say? <laughs> um, it cooks for me, food, and and just little things like food and cleaning up or or getting something for me that you know cleaning up because he knows that like if something is out of place it'll stress me out or yeah definitely oh there isn't anything. Dr. Donna does a
0: <laughs> done does a very good job. She knows what interests me. She knows what I like. She knows what makes me happy. And she'll, she'll do things and offer to do things and offer to get things for me that she knows will make me happy. And that's been the case since, since we met.
1: There's a fishing motor on fishing <laughs> motor on order. And we have a place in Dullivan that's a condo for fishing but also summer. Home. so yeah <laughs> yeah yeah right. yeah okay. so dealing with <laughs> we made it work uh, for the family but it. yeah dealing
0: with this malfunctioning outboard motor for the last two years and i've had this <laughs> there's this no functioning
4: ones they don't exist yeah no. well yeah. Right. i know this that this one for didn't a fact. at all this one <laughs> I've yeah i've had
0: this mechanic in in uh in wisconsin working on this for i don't know how many about two years now and he just can't seem to to solve the problem right so and I've had you know a couple of occasions where I'm out on the lake and I can't get the motor started and and I've run out of electric motor power and and now I'm paddling my way back To the
4: dock. Yeah,
0: Donna's sitting on the dock one day, watching me at the at the bow of the boat, just paddling my way. And back. She
4: jumps in, grabs a rope. You know, no, 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 in other, 90, no.
0: 90 degree heat, right? Yeah. And, and yeah. she's looking at me. I finally it dawns on me that she's sitting on the end of the dock and she's she's looking at me. And it's a little embarrassing for me. And she
3: says, you know, why don't we buy you a new boat? <laughs> Did you take video though? no I didn't it. I should have <laughs> I really should
1: have I, I wasn't should've. that we yeah I, I felt so bad for him I couldn't even <laughs> it was a sight I do not want to ever see again
3: <laughs> well Donna and Mark we want to thank you so much for being on our podcast today thanks for having us thank you for having us yes
4: you know people have been sharing stories since the beginning of time to bond and heal and grow we hope by you guys sharing your story it's enriched your lives mm. and the lives of our listeners thank you
3: thanks we want to thank all of you for joining us today on couple synergy our passion is in helping couples and people have happy and healthy relationships and this podcast gives us a fun way of bringing our knowledge and expertise to you our listeners for all of you listening please let us know how you enjoy the show if you have any questions comments or topic suggestions please email us at contact at for more information about couple synergy and our programs such as relationship 101 the home study course the Couples Weekend Intensive coming up in April 20 to 23rd, 2023. Look at in those the numbers, huh? In the And our premier coaching program called Couple to Couple. Look us up online at couplesynergy.com.
4: And if you know someone who could benefit from this episode, please download it and share it. And thank you for listening.
3: Until next time, synergize your life and synergize your love.